What's up, folks? How are you doing? I am in Florida. Oh, Shazam. It's been a day, a full day. We have stretched today. Oh, my gosh. We lived a lifetime in this day. It was fantastic. Woke up in Maryland at 3.30 a.m. and got to the airport to literally one of the craziest airports I've ever seen in my life. Reagan National Airport. I mean, I've been there a thousand times. I mean, it's not the airport itself, but this morning was was bonkers. I've never, I've, I've maybe one other time have I seen it so busy and so like slammed and not working like super efficiently and just, whoa, oh my gosh, it was so much just to start the morning. Anyways, we missed our flight <laughs> because we got and we got there early too, um, and uh, long whatever. Anyways, we missed our flight. It was fine because they just put us on the next one. So we got down to Florida, and now I'm talking to you from Florida. Um, we landed at about two a two p.m. and then drove immediately down to some communities that we're checking out to see where we want to live. Um, and yeah man it's been a full day so anyways i'm back talking to you i was recording a number of weeks ago in this area on these same blocks walking the street so i'm having sort of a flashback here now and now we're getting back to it okay so what i want to talk to you about today is being almost i don't want to turn you off by saying this but you have to be obsessed with growth. With growth, you have to be obsessed with growth in your life. And if you're not obsessed with growth, then you're gonna sink into whatever you know thing you get caught up in. Whatever stuff is happening around you, you know the news. The news. Oh God, God forbid you watch the news. You know, or whatever craziness is in the world, or consumerism caught up in like Versace and I'm going to spend monies and in Hebrew there's a term called taiva it means a, it means like a lust like a craving we have cravings in this lifetime it's called sex uh, money food and um, those are the main categories there's other other things that you could they're, they're, they're like lusts or deep pleasures, and you can get caught up in them um, and invest your entire, you know, soul into some garbage, whatever, nonsense thing that is not worth your time, um, you know, or you could move in a direction that would be healthy for you, or what happens is if people are not um, engaged, you know, at least with like with a taiva, with a with a lust, with a desire, with you, when you're lusting over something, when people, ooh, I gotta have that. Like that, what, at least they're. I mean, at least it's not like it's a good thing. It's not there. It's not good, but they're they're engaged. Is what they are. They're engaged with whatever they're were, whatever they're lusting over with, right? They're engaged with it. They want it. They're in, they're involved with it. They want to be involved with it. Um, and so. That is, you know, it's, it's the opposite of that, obviously, is like apathy and not doing anything, right? A 
taiva, lust is like a pleasure to die. In terms of the elements, it's it's water. In terms of uh, it's the pleasure, the pleasure chemicals, being obsessed with something, obsessing over something in your mind, going over it, trying to make it as best as you possibly can be. Ooh, the be the next best thing, always blah, 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 moving, 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 moving. That's that's t t the lusting over something that's water, and and the fi and the, uh, the the fire is just hot impulse burn boom. What does fire do? It jumps out, burns things. Boop, 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 impulse, you know, anger. Boom, running energy. Boom. This is that type of thing. Um, air would be like evasiveness and not engaging with the world, or being like really floaty or really like um, looking for like easy connection and like not looking to involve yourself in work and then um uh and earth is like apathy and not doing anything laziness um and it doesn't necessarily mean laziness like i mentioned this once in the past it doesn't necessarily mean laziness like you're not doing anything with your life obviously that is a version of, of that is a manifestation of it but it also means like you could be lazy towards something like you could be moving in a certain direction but like you're very, you're generally very lazy. It doesn't mean that there's zero momentum at all. It just means that like that element of laziness could be dominant in your life in some way. Um, that you're not doing something. You're avoiding like something. Um, not like, not like air. Air is just avoidance. Earth is like this heaviness, this laziness, this um, like I can't get involved with that. Like, it's heavy. They're like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't want to do it. They're just, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do anything. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and so whatever. Okay, so what I'm saying, I sort of went on a little bit of a, a rant there. Sorry, it's been a long day for me. <laughs> and we've been running around. My mind has been, so I'm a little bit like flowing around right now. Um, but... My point here is, is that, and I want to make this very clear, you have to be obsessed with growth. And why I say that is because you can get pulled into any one of these places. You can get pulled into the lusts and, and the desires and like all of the things of this world. You can get pulled into the anger and the hotness. You can get pulled into the apathy. You can get pulled into the evasiveness of the air. You can get pulled into any, any one of these four elements. And so... Um, it's so easy and so much of the world right now is concocted of like a multitude of, you know, a mixture of all of them, right? It's like, you know, if what really got me was because today I was in the airport and I was passing through all of these, and I mean, modern culture, I don't know how you guys do it. I, I don't know how people do it. I, I really, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm actively trying to remove myself from modern culture because it's so toxic and so unhealthy. The more you involve yourself with it, the more toxic you get. It's just all about like, you know, who's sleeping with who and all of these things. And it's nothing but gossip on each other, which is one of the worst things ever. Um, it's uh, talking negatively about your fellow man. Horrible, horrible thing to do. It's become so normal. I, I do. I'm working on it. I'm trying to work on this a lot. Um, but I, uh, it's it's something that is filled with the modern culture. And uh, hold on. 
Okay, sorry, I apologize for that short break there. I had to interrupt because uh, I had to talk to somebody really briefly. Um, anyways, um, my father just my father just came home, had to talk with him, had to pay respect to him. I didn't want to blow him off. It's been a long day. Um, anyways, forgive me. Okay, point is, is if you engage yourself with these communities, if you engage yourself with, with, the, with the modern culture right now, pop culture, all of it, it's nothing but gossip, sex, lies, vandalism of individuals, uh, just, just horrible culture, and, it's, and everything is affected by it, like consumerism and all of these things. If you're not actively moving your life constantly, every day, moment to moment, every morning you wake up, it has to be on the top of your mind, and every night you go to sleep, it has to be what you're thinking about and how you're going to do it the next day, of exactly how you're going to grow, how you're going to move your life ahead, how you're going to progress your actual self in this world, how you are going to you got to develop. You got to develop because if not, you're going to fall to these to the craziness of the world that's going on. And and you know, <laughs> I, I I just don't know you have you have to basically be obsessed with growth. Because whether it be your family, whether it be your uh, community, whether it be the pop culture, that you're involved in you might to to you know if growing could be sort of scandalous working and actually like trying to like really improve yourself could be sort of scandalous behavior unfortunately you know there I, it's it's not so uncommon i i know people i have friends i have people i have, like where it's like they start wanting they want to work on themselves they want to break out they want to like you know, stretch themselves and like do and try something that like their parents didn't do or like do something that like, you know, the community doesn't do or whatever it is. And, and, you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of judgment, unfortunately, that goes along with that. And if you're not basically obsessed with it, you're never going to have the energy to move forward in that direction. And so, so it's, um, you know, I, I, you know, it was so loud for me today because I really don't involve myself with modern culture. I don't involve myself with pop culture. I don't involve myself with, I don't watch TV. I don't have a TV. I don't watch TV. I haven't, I, I, I stopped watching TV years and years ago. Um, um, I, I don't, you know, I have a phone, I have a smartphone but I really don't use it. I don't watch the news. I go and I check certain things. If I'm looking for news, I'm looking for certain things specifically. I'm not browsing things. I deleted my Facebook. I deleted my Instagram. Um, you know, because the I was because why? I used to be on Instagram. I used to be on thing. I used to be on the internet. I used to watch TV. What happens? You sit. You just you become immersed into the reality and the culture of you know, whatever's going on out there in the world, and you just become that thing, right? If we're talking about ecosystems, if we're talking about gardens, you are, you are, 
you know, intermingling with all of these things. And you have to be very conscious of what you're intermingling with because whatever you're intermingling with, you're getting, you're becoming involved with. And so if you're there and it's like, no, but I just do it to, for the end of the day, I just put it on in the background. I don't really watch it, whatever, blah, blah, blah. No, you have to become obsessed with your own growth. And if it's not serving you, it's, ta- it's really not, hin- it's really hindering you. And, and, you know, there's a way to do that like respectfully. And there's a way to do that um, in ways where like, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a selfish pursuit. Sometimes doing things that are not good directly for you are actually good for you. An example of that would be like doing things for the family, like doing something that was like, would be, you know, you got to work extra hard for, and it's like a long run for you. And you got to like do extra stuff for the family, but it's good for the family. You see the healthy relationships developing from it. You're investing into the family. You're giving yourself over for the family. There's really definitely tons of conversation to have about that. Um, But what there's a clear distinction of doing that from a healthy space and doing that because you feel trapped in that uh, sort of vibe for lack of a better term or trapped in that trapped in that space trapped in that lifestyle of whatever your family is doing you can only invest and like feel like you're contributing to the family if you are in a position to actually contribute to them if you yourself are not in that position you can't you can't really contribute in a healthy way right because you're just receiving from them so if you, it's very simple if you're not if you're not in a position if you're not in a strong position you're not contributing right if you're sitting around doing nothing then you're not contributing you're only you're you're just you're just you know <laughs> you're just there like we love you but you're just there and so um it's you we need to like really recalibrate here and for our own sake and for our own sake and for our own like happiness and it's it's so good it's so refreshing it's so healthy it's beautiful it's loving and it's not like to judge anybody it's not to say like you're bad or anything's wrong no way like god forbid like that's not what we're here to do but we are saying that this is this is a uh you know it's it's important to become obsessed with your growth because there's no honestly i like i've I've been there, I've seen a lot, I've, I've traveled, I've been involved with a lot of different communities across like my life, um, relatively short life, I'm 26 years old, but I've been in a lot of different communities from entrepreneurship to uh, secular, spiritual, to now religious and Jewish, um, to military communities, to, um, I, my father grew up in the military, I, I, my father was in the military, I grew up in the military, um, jiu-jitsu, martial arts communities, um, and more and more. There's so, there, you know, you have, if you want to actually grow, and this goes for anybody who's trying to, be, to achieve excellence, you have to be obsessed with your growth. And there even has to be a time in your life where you're focusing on nothing but that, so much so that you can like really drill it into your marrow into your bone marrow like that's how far you have to get this and once you do that then you can become like you know it depends on each individual everybody has to take it for themselves Uh, you know i feel personally that like 
it's kind of nice to go in completely ideally like before you have like married and kids and when you're single you can like completely just immerse yourself into something and just give yourself over to that and then when you're a little older you can balance that out and and develop it in a more mature way but uh it's it's important and what's the analogy for the garden the garden is basically you have to be you know <laughs> for anybody who's taking care of a plant you have to basically constantly be eyeing it you have to it has to be in your consciousness at all times it has to be in your mind at all times like did it get water is it thirsty is it dry is it too hot like what's going on um you know what's the situation what's the temperature with the plant how is it doing is it trimmed is it overgrowing is the soil good is the soil bad are there critters how's the harvest coming along Oh, look at the fruits. I got to check the fruits. Once the fruits are coming wrong, make sure there's no bugs. You know, getting all the fruits. Got to make sure that you're doing the proper things in advance to make sure that there's no uh, things getting to them. Uh, making sure the spacing's good. But, you know, like, there's a thousand things that you have to constantly be aware of and making sure, even with like a simple houseplant, you'd be surprised. Like, that's why people think that they can't grow anything because they're not actually thinking about the plant. The people who are growing things, you'll find that they're very empathetic people. You'll find that the people who are really good at growing stuff are very empathetic people. Uh, and it's, it's like, like um, cancers, cancer, like uh, the sign cancers, people who are born in like August, you know, um, your Zodiac, uh, those people tend to be very good nurturers uh, because they're very empathetic individuals. And so empathetic people are thinking about the, the perspective of the other side of the conversation. The other side of that dialogue, they're wondering what they're being perceived as. Okay, they have their own negative elements to this. It's a strength and a weakness. It's a, it's a whole thing. It's like a skill set. It's an attribute. It's like, you know, you can have... You can master it and get amazing with it, but if you don't master it, it can be like crippling to you if you don't use it the right way, etc. It goes for every single skill set and like character trait that we have in life, right? Um, for this one particularly, you know, people who are very empathetic can overthink. What are people thinking about me? They overthink things to death, um, right? Because empathy is, um, is, you know. It's the ability to think about the emotional, okay? It's the ability to think about the emotional. It's the ability to conceive the emotional, right? Emotional is just being, it's being able to, con it's being, it's having the emotional, um, what would you say? It's having the emotional wherewithal. It's not to say that you're, obviously the, the cancer, the empathetic individual is also emotional, but it's very much, it's understanding with your mind what the other person is going to be doing. You might be doing it second nature, but you're really, what you're doing is you're saying like, what's this person doing? How are they responding to me? What do they need? What can this person get? What does this person need right now? You're thinking about that. You're taking it, you're taking it into an account. You're accounting it. And, um, and you know, the proof for that is like people who are in that space you know, these cancer characters or whatever, they are, you know, the negative side to that empathy is them overthinking what other people are thinking about them. Or they're 
just or they're giving over too much of themselves um it's either one coming from like that mental space or two coming from the giving of the emotional where it's like they're either overthinking themselves too much about what people are doing and they're running themselves in these loops and killing themselves like this um, and it's very painful and not fun or they're get just simply giving their emotional energy way too much and giving of themselves way too much over to other individuals the point is 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 that if you are a empathetic individual it leads to you being able to help facilitate the growth of other things and other organisms why because you're thinking about it it's in your consciousness it's in your mind you're saying why what is this you're like how's it doing how's he doing how's she doing what's going on like do they need water are you thirsty like what's up yo uh, how was you know are you dehydrated right now can i get you a glass of water is that would that be good for you you know it's 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 this empathy it's this caring for another and so you'll see that people who you know they have they you sometimes you walk into somebody's house and you're like what the heck it's like a garden in here you know and they're like totally and they're like yeah and this one likes this and this one likes this and this plant loves that and this one does this and this one has this personality blah 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 and they like totally have everything laid out like that they also do that sometimes for animals and whatever so you being you know you being obsessed with growth it has to be on your mind constantly it has to be constantly running through your brain saying like how am I leveling up? How am I going? How am I doing better? How am I, your, your garden, your growth, it has to constantly be on your mind. And if it's not, then it starts slipping. It starts slipping. That's what happens. What happens? It starts with a little bit of weeds. I'll tell you exactly how it happens. It starts with a little bit of weeds. A little bit of weeds pop up. Okay, what's the big deal? It's not a little bit, just a little bit of weeds. All the plants are strong still. They're all fine. Everything's fine. Whatever. I'm just going to go inside. Oh, oh. Oh, you felt that? Did you feel that? That little bit of avoidance, that little bit, that ounce of avoidance. Yeah, that little bit right there. Yeah, we just nailed down that guy. That's the start of a lot of problems. That's the start of a lot of problems. If you don't get on top of that right now, that's going to be big problems. Because it's not just little weeds. It's, it's, it's a downhill thing of avoidance. And, and when you're allowing yourself to get immersed into just whatever's around you, just to get taken by the, the day, or to get taken by the culture, or to get taken by whatever's hot right now. Oh, whatever's hot. Okay, so you're just, what, you're just in the ocean, wherever the tide goes, you go, right? Oh, if it slams up against some coral reef, you're fine with that too, right? If it just drifts you out to ocean, you're okay with that, huh? You'll just chill. You'll just be all right, huh? Like, it's, it's, it's not okay. It's not okay for your own health and wellness, for your family. Like, when you're not showing up for your family think about yourself as a contributing family member even if you're not married even if you're not if you don't have a relationship even like if you're just for your parents for your friends for your brothers for your sisters for your relatives whatever think about yourself just drifting out to ocean it's not good it's not good you can't you not it's, it's dangerous it's a dangerous thing it really is you might oh dangerous oh okay dangerous dangerous for who and first of all it's dangerous for yourself and if you're not thinking about that, if you're not taking that into consideration, then you know you really need to wake up. You need a wake up call. You know because there's 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 something. Up. We need to wake up, right? We need to wake up. Stop sleeping. Wake up. Wake up. 
Stop sleeping. This is dangerous, guys. And 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 let alone for yourself, it's also dangerous for other people. Because other people might try to come out and save you. Other people might try you might drag other people out with you. It's not it's you have to think about other people. You have to think about more than just yourself. And honestly, you think about yourself in a healthy way. Most people, if you're dry, going out to ocean, you're thinking about yourself in the most low-level way possible. You're saying, like, I don't want to do it, and I'm just going to do what I want to do, and so I'm just going to float out into the ocean. Let the sharks get me. You know, like, <laughs> okay. So you're thinking about yourself in the lowest-level way possible. What if you thought about yourself, you know, and you could go and find, like, this awesome, like, inlet to from the on land and you found this perfect little cove nobody's there you start building some stuff there you make things boom 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 you got this reef you found the reef you make some spears bam you go and you like harvesting fish every single day you're cooking it you build these huts like all of a sudden boom 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 you're not just <laughs> drifted out into ocean dead like like all of a sudden and you have like this sick reality of life and you can do that Right? It's, it's, it's really so possible. You just have to get, you know, you got to focus on growth. Obsessed sounds like you have to, like, leave this world and, like, completely, you know, involve yourself with nothing other than... It's not... That's not what it is. You have to be... You have to be... You have to be very focused on it. And not lightly focused on it. That's why I'm saying obsessed. Because you have to actually be focused on it. Not like, ah, yeah, I think about it from time to time. No, 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 no. You're not getting that. That's not, it's, you're not going to get it through that. You have to actually be really locked on to a reality of growth. And that can be balanced. And that can, you can have chill times in that. And you can be, you know, hanging out with friends. And you can also be, you know, cultivating really good relationships. But you have to be moving forward. You have to be active. You can't lose your discipline and you can't be lazy about things because your life will slip. It'll slip away and like years will start going by and you're all of a sudden it's like, what happened? Like, you know, and it's and it's sad. It's sad to see it. And so so my point here is, is that like really the culture is so toxic nowadays. I'm not ashamed to say that. It's really so toxic. And I'm not going to point, like, fingers to anything too specific other than just the general spaces of, like, social media. Very toxic. Not good. Very not good. It's not real community. It's not real culture. It's not real actual social interaction. It's very unhealthy. Okay? Period. End of story. Period. End of story. Not healthy. It's, you try justifying it. I don't care. You might like it. It might be a desire. It might be a lust. It might be something that you get pleasure from. Yeah, duh. They've engineered it for you to be absolutely chemically, you know, hacking into your hard drive. But it's not healthy for you. So, so you know, these types of things, the pop culture, the gossip, just sitting around watching sports, doing nothing but watching sports, involving yourself with just nothing but consumption, 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 consumption. You have to be making, you have to be building, you have to be doing things, okay? This is what we're talking about. If you're not obsessed, if you're not in your garden working, your garden won't grow. It starts with weeds and it ends in like, you know, you don't get any, your plants are, your your garden looks like a mess. It looks like an inner city, like abandoned, 
you know, plot of land with like, you know, barbed wire fence and like just grass and like, you know, bottles and cans out there and stuff like that. There's nothing growing. There's nothing actually growing. It's like a, not a, it's not a place of growth. And um, the only way that that growth comes about is if you're in the garden every day working on it. And that means in your life, every day working on your life. And it's not, there's no in-between on that. There's no in-between. You don't get just to like have, this is what people want. They want their cake. They want to have their cake and eat it too. They want to like, which I think means, I don't even know what that saying means exactly. I know what it means, but I think it means they don't want to open the cake. They don't want to touch the cake, but they also want to eat the cake. They want to have a perfect full cake and they also don't want to actually cut it open. They want, you know, they also want to be able to eat it, right? Whatever, you, you get my point. They're, people want the world and they also want to be lazy. You can't, it doesn't work that way, you know? You can't do that. It's really just laws of life. You have to be actively engaged, growing. You gotta be in the garden. You gotta be in there. You gotta be on your knees. You gotta be on your hands. You gotta be weeding. Your hands gotta be dirty. You know, you gotta be ah, breathing the air, breathing that fresh air, getting the soil in there, feeling the dirt. Ah, inhaling that, that really, ah, oh, that smell of a fresh garden. The flowers, it's, you know what? And this is the most beautiful thing. You have to fall in love with the work. This is the biggest thing, and I'll say this. You almost have to become, almost have to become, lest I say actually become, a masochist towards pain and growth. Okay, that sounds extreme. But in a, in a way, it's true. Because you can't just become obsessed with getting the pleasure from from the thing you actually have to fall in love with the process itself you sit you hear it from you hear it from all of the athletes you know oh just you know go through the process you know just trust the process go through the process that's how you get to the thing right so that's what you know what does that mean go through the process it means you got to go into that deep work space deep work will yield the life that you want and you're not going to actually get into real deep work if you're just trying to go for for gratification, instant pleasure, because that's not really deep work. I mean, that's not deep work. It doesn't, you got to actually change your mind in your brain chemistry to find enjoyment in deep work. And you will, when you actually put yourself into it, you find it really enjoying. You, you, you go into the garden and you'll feel that dirt. You'll feel that connection. You'll feel yourself growing. You get connected to the plant. You get connected to your garden. You feel the smells. Ah, oh, you feel the air on your skin. You feel, ah, oh, you harvest the fruit. You eat the fruit. It's like, oh, whoa. Oh my gosh. I love being in the garden. I don't want to be inside. Sell the TV. I'm just going to hang out in the garden. We do hangouts in the garden. We'll make tea out in the garden. We'll talk, bring friends over, play some music out there. You know, get back to work, you know, do things, plant some trees, move some stuff. Like, you don't want to get out of the garden. That's the whole thing. You don't want to leave the garden. And you want to make the garden your chill. That's the whole point. You want to make the garden your chill so that you're staying in the garden. You want to stay in the garden. This is what I'm talking about, being obsessed with it. You don't have to be manic about it. You don't have to be crazy about it, in like, in a negative way. But you have to stay in the garden. You have to be in the garden. Because if you're not in the garden, you're not growing. If you're in the garden, you're working on the garden. Even if you're just hanging out in the garden, eventually what you do is you start pulling weeds up. 
because you're in the garden and you're like, oh, those weeds kind of like, they could be, you know, they could be pulled up. Even if you're not ready to do like the massive work, you start doing little work. And then that little work turns into bigger work and that bigger work turns into big work. It happens that way. You gotta be in the garden. You gotta be working on ourselves. We have to be constantly in the garden, constantly working ourselves day and night. In the nighttime, we have to think about what we're gonna be doing in the daytime. In the daytime, we have to think about what we're gonna be doing in the nighttime. We have to be thinking about what we're gonna be doing tomorrow. We have to think about what we're gonna be doing next week. We have to be thinking about this month and this year and and in our lifetime and what we're going for here. And it's so much more pleasurable. You get so much more satisfaction out of life when you're actually going and following that path because it's meaningful and it provides real sustenance for you, for your family, for the world, and it changes people's lives and it's done so in the best way possible. You know, this like low-level idea of like, oh, we're all going to die, so we might as well just do nothing with my life. Why? What, like, where did that come from? It just comes from this, like, I don't know where it comes from. It comes from, I mean, I could probably figure out where it comes from, but, like, what's the point? What's the point of trying to figure out where it comes from? Just, why would you even focus on that? Like, so what? You're going to die. That means you have to live your life of misery? Like, you're here on this planet, and you can live an awesome life. I mean, yes, there's pain, yes, there's work, yes, there's struggle, yes, there's, that's, that's part of the whole thing, but that's what makes the pleasure so sweet, that makes, make, it makes you appreciate it, it makes life full in so many ways, yes, it's hard, you have to work through them, but it's, it's, it's real, it's not fake, it's not like these video games where you just get to level up a character without actually having to do anything, you know, oh no, I trained my character for like 37 hours, oh, okay, great, congrats. So what? You had to actually like face anything in real life? Okay, you got a high. You didn't work on anything. You didn't do anything. You didn't build anything. That's not a man. You're not a man. I hate to say that. And I, I mean, I hate to say, I say I hate to say it, but it's just you're not. You're just not. You don't, if you could pretend to like you're being a man, but you're not being a man. You're, you're, the definition of avoiding problems is to go onto a video game and pretend like you're doing actually something. I, I I know this might sound a little like harsh, a little sharp, a little, uh, but it's true. And I don't care because you know why I don't care? Because I love you. That's why I love you. And I want to see you grow better. I don't care. I love you. I care about you. I don't care about the video games. That's the whole point. I don't, it's your soul. You are so much higher than these video games. You are so much bigger than what these things are. The drugs, the parties, the things, the this, the that, the whatever lifestyle you're involved in. You're so much bigger than that. When I say you're not a man if you're just sitting and voiding problems on video games, I'm not doing that as a personal insult to like get a one-up on you. I really am not, and I really don't care about that type of thing. Specifically, I'm avoiding that whole reality of life as much as I possibly can. What we're doing right now is we're talking about how to level yourself up as an individual and you have to actually face hard things in life like the fact that you're avoiding problems and when somebody calls you out on that that is one of the better things for you because it's so uh it's it's awakening and it actually like a friend will tell you what your problems are somebody who's never going to see you again is going to just like say yeah you're doing great bro keep it up huh just stay out of my way you know They don't care about you. You know, they say the best friends are the ones that tell you, you know, all of what you're doing wrong. It's like, hey, bro, I love you, but you're really, you know, 
you really, this is, you're not doing this well. I love you. You know I love you. And this is, I'm saying this because I love you. I'm saying this because I love you. You're, you're messing this one up, bro. You're not, you're not pulling your weight on this. I want to see you pull your weight and I'm going to do what I can to support you to pull your weight. So it's time to step it up. You know, we can do that. What do you need to do? What do you need? What resources do you need? How can I help you? But this isn't, it's not healthy the way it's currently going. It's a very toxic thing. It's a very unhealthy nature, whatever it might be. Yada, yada, yada. You need to step it up. I'm challenging you guys to step it up. And it just, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, you want to pretend like you're a man and you go on the computers and like shoot guys and like, and, and think that you're like a Navy SEAL because you're playing a video game. Okay, have fun. But you're not a man. Okay, it's just clear. It's nothing personal. It's really nothing personal. It's not, a, it's, not a, it's not even a personal thing at all. I don't know you. I don't even know who you are. But I love you as a soul. So it has nothing to do with the video games, okay? Forget the video games. I'm talking about you as an individual. You're better than that. And you're better than the lifestyle that you're living. And that's why I'm telling you that you have to be obsessed with this growth. And you have to be obsessed with actually getting somewhere in life. Because if you're not in your garden, your garden is not growing. If you're not in the garden pulling weeds, weeds will grow. If you're not there, weather comes. It will break things. Critters will get in. Things go, get overgrown. Things break down. Your structures snap. Your greenhouse breaks. Like, name the thing. It just, something's going to go wrong. Like, because that's what life does. It, life it will degrade over time. That's just how, that's how, that's part of the structures of life, that there's a degradation process that's constantly happening. It's a part of the natural cycle of things. If we talk about the seasons, it gets to the fall time, the winter time, every single year there's a natural degradation process that's consistently happening. You also have natural growth cycles that are happening, but every year on a cyclical level and every day and every week and every month and every six months and all of these cycles that we have in our life constantly there's a degradation process happening and if you're not obsessed with growth then you will get pulled into the degradation without doing any growth and without doing any growth you will also get pulled into whatever culture and lifestyle is going on in the modern day so it's so important to be in the garden and you can just chill you can chill in the garden <laughs> like if you need to at first bring your video games to the garden i don't care get an extension cord you know, like, oh, whatever, who cares? Like, eventually you're going to see the weeds. Eventually you can't avoid the problems. Eventually you're going to be in the problems to the point where you're saying, aha, okay, I got to I gotta take care of this. I got to take care of this. What does that mean practically? What does that mean practically? Playing video games in the garden. What does that mean practically speaking? It means you can't, you have to actually accept and face your problems. And you can't, you can't just hide from them. And eventually what you're going to do is you're going to work on them, even if it's a little by little. So something that's deep down there, what you have to do is you have to, like, just acknowledge it. I'm not even saying work on it right away. You don't have to work on it right away. Just acknowledge it. Just say, like, okay, that's a problem. It's nothing perfect. Like, that's what I keep saying. I'm trying to drill this point in. Like, you're not a bad person because you have like some because you're growing there's no you're not a bad person because you're growing you're not a bad person because you have areas in which you can grow more you're not a bad person because you have like some places that are you know 
broken down and, and overgrown and what all of this stuff. You're not a bad person. You just have areas that need work. That's it. You as an entity are still a beautiful individual. Okay? And so recognizing and acknowledging, this is the practicality of it, recognizing and acknowledging that these areas of self are actually there, you don't even have to do anything about it right away. Just saying it's there is very healthy. And that's, that's a, you're a man now. Congratulations. You just became a man. Sit down, write it down. I have an anger problem. I have a drinking problem. I have a this problem. I have a gambling problem. I have an addiction problem. I have a sex problem. I have a whatever. I have a food problem. I have a porn problem. I have a blah, 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 blah. I'm disrespectful to my life. I leave, I, 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 I leave the house. I avoid my family. I, 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 you know, I can't, I don't interact with my kids well. Whatever, 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 whatever it is. You are not a horrible person, period, full stop, end of story. You are not a horrible person. You have areas that need to be worked on. The faster you can acknowledge those areas, the faster you're going to turn that garden into a flourishing space. And I'm not even saying that you need to work on them right away. I'm just saying acknowledge them. That's what it means to be living in the garden. And I don't even mean acknowledging them to other people. All I mean is acknowledge them to yourself. In your own space, in your own room, with your head on the pillow at night. Just you and yourself in the bathroom while you're taking a shower. Just you. Just you. You don't even need to vocalize it. Just think about it. What area can you accept? Can you acknowledge? Can you recognize that you need growth in? Think about it. Think about it. Very good. Very good. Very good. Think about that thing. It's okay. Think about, yes, yes. Think about the thing. It's okay to think about the thing. It's okay to think about and acknowledge and to quit avoiding. <sighs> Whoa, oh my. Is it even just, isn't it nice just doing that? Isn't it nice just to do that? Just to, just to, I mean, come on, how much of a load off your shoulders is that? It's massive. It's massive. Just to say, I, oh, wow, I mean, look, if it's between you and I, I need to do some work on that problem right there. That's a problem, and I need to do work on it. Okay, listen, I, you know, I'm a long ways from being perfect. I'm never going to be perfect. I'm a long ways from being an incredible, amazing Superman. Long ways from that, but, you know, eh, whatever. It's going to be a long time before I get to whatever, blah, 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 blah. Between you and I, though, I can tell you one thing. Whew. That area, I could step it up. That needs to be, that, I just, it's really kind of broken down. It's really, okay, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. No more pressure. Relax. Just acknowledge that it's there. 
Just acknowledge that it exists. And now you're a man. Now you're a woman. Now you are an individual who is actually stepping up in life. Even if you're just sitting there in your room by yourself saying, you know, this area is a problem for me and I know it. And I'm just too scared to admit it. If I'm being honest, I'm too scared to admit it and I'll cry over that. I would cry over that, but I'm too scared to admit it, but I know it's a problem. If you're doing that in your room by yourself, congratulations, you are really stepping up in life. And you know what? It gets better. It gets better after that. I promise you. I promise you. It really does. It really, really does. That's the first step. Just acknowledge it. Just acknowledge it. After that, we can start pulling some weeds out, but we'll talk about that, I think, another time. You have to be obsessed with growth. At the very least, you have to be living in the garden. At the very least, you have to be acknowledging your problems. Your life will get better when we're in that space, and it's beautiful, and you're no worse of an actual soul, of an individual, of a human being. Your human value is the same. And there are areas that you could step it up in. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing, you know. It's a smile on the face. It really is. You're beautiful. Really. You, I, I don't mean that. I'm not just saying that. I don't mean that like as in like, oh, it's just some phrase. It's just some catchphrase. <sighs> no, 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 no. I'm really, I really, 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 really mean that. I really... You on the most deep level are an amazing individual. I know that. I know that about you, that you're an amazing individual. I don't need to know who you are exactly. I don't need to know who you are exactly because on the soul level of every human being, your characteristics, you, yeah, you are a, you're really an amazing individual on the deepest of levels. Okay. Let the, the, there's a mind element here that you can start judging things and getting in the way of things. And even this conversation, even this meditation, you know, being like, ah, oh, whatever, this is kind of corny or whatever. Yeah, just listen. On the deepest of levels, your character traits, your person, your soul is cherished. It's special. It's a beautiful thing sweet it's beautiful just as that just you don't need anything more that's it you and that's what it is to love somebody that's what it is to be in love with somebody you just love their soul you love who they are as an individual now that reigns itself down into like the practical reality of things you can love somebody from afar you know, there's ways to have healthy relationships with unhealthy people. You can love somebody from afar. If somebody's unhealthy, it doesn't mean that you have to attach yourself to them physically in a lifestyle way, in a habitual way. You don't need to be 
involving yourself with all of their unhealthy character traits. But you can still love that person from afar. Boundaries are a good thing. My point is, is that the parts of us that are bad, they're not us. They're just things that we could step up. They're, they're, they are, they're, they're like, they're things on the outside. There are parts uh, sort of of our system, but they're, they're not us on a deepest level, on a deepest level of identification. As an identity, as an entity, you are a soul and you are beautiful and you are just perfect the way you are. Now, you also, you know, probably because you're a human being and all of us do, have a lot of work to do on yourself, as do I, as do everybody. But that's what we're here to do. That's the name of the game. And we can take our soul to higher places when we do that work in this lower world. There's a lot of deep, uh, deep understanding about this in this world and the world to come. And, and places that you can access the mystical experiences, the mystical places that you can get to, the pleasures of this world. You'll throw away all the popcorn. It's not even worth the words. It's not even worth the words. There's pleasures in this world that are so deep. But they're not physical, they're, they're deeper than that. They're under the surface, they come from a soul level. And you gotta start connecting to that space in order to access those big pleasures. And it starts with your own soul. And if you can't connect with your own soul, then you're not gonna connect with other people. You can't try to connect to somebody else's soul if you're not connected to your own soul. You can't try to connect with God, you can't try to connect with the universe, you can't try to connect with the source of all things, you can't try to connect with like the, the world and like, an existential stance, you know, an existential way. You can't connect with it, with it in that way if you're not connected to your own soul. So you have to connect to your own soul. And then on that journey, we have a lot of work to do to level ourselves up. And then, you know, it's all just a relationship. That's the whole deal. So the point is here, this kind of got good and deep on this show. It's a long, stretched-out day, and I feel like pretty uh, just ready to go in deep for whatever there is. I've got rid of I got rid of all the surface things today. I'm just down. I'm just getting down to the core. Um, um, the point is, is it's all a relationship. The point is, it's all a relationship with. The universe with God, with the source, source of the universe, with your creator. You were created, right? Obviously you have parents, but you were brought into this world. Did you ever think about how or why? If you're thinking about the fact that it's random or evolution, the science will show that that's not the case. The scientific evidence toward randomness is so minusculely impossible. It's, it's the best scientists in the world say that we really don't know how this all happened. They're just trying to figure it out. The best scientists in the world, the MIT guys, all of the best guys in the world, if you really go into it and really do your research, they're all saying that basically at the end of the day, we don't know really how this happened. There was like a big bang type of thing. We don't, where did it come from? We don't know what happened before that. We don't know where did all these elements come from? We don't know. Um, 
why did it happen in such a perfect sequencing? It big banged into like this perfect microcosm to host life and to facilitate life and then to continually bring that forward uh, in the most equal equilibrium, perfectly harmonized zone in the universe possible. Do you know the odds of that? It's not, <laughs> if you're saying, yeah, because the universe is infinite. Great, okay, so the universe is infinite. Okay, <laughs> yes, there's an infiniteness to this world. That's because the creator of the universe is infinite. So, of course the universe is gonna be infinite because it's a creator, just like your soul's infinite. Your soul's infinite. You can always, you can grow infinitely. Because you have an infinite part of you. You're part of infinity. There's an element there. And the point is, is that you have a relationship with that world. You have a relationship with your own self. You have a relationship with your own soul. You have a relationship with the universe. And you do have a relationship with other people's souls and other people. And you commit to somebody in this lifetime. And you grow and you build and you grow a beautiful relationship with somebody in this lifetime. And it's rewarding and it's hard, but you grow and it's an amazing vessel for growth. None of this happens if you're not focused on growth. And none of that happens if you're thinking about yourself in a very negative sense. You're not a negative individual, you're a soul and you're beautiful. You have negative parts of you and we're going to work on them. That's what we're talking about. I want to move on. I got stuff to do. Speaking of which, my wife's waiting for me. We got to get to bed. We were up at 3.30 this morning and it's uh, getting close to 10 p.m. We got a full day tomorrow too. <laughs> so um, got to get a move on. But it's a relationship. In the first place it does is start with you. If you're having trouble with that, allow yourself to acknowledge the parts of yourself that need work and let those just be like parts of you. They're not you, you're a soul. Work on your parts and have a relationship with your soul. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great night.